0: hey
1: guys and welcome back to young dragons podcast the podcast helping you create the best life you can and find that new career and make your way in the damn world i've got aiden gray right here he's my mentor and uh he's a previous sailor harvard business school graduate languages nerd and magician and uh yeah most importantly of course he is my mentor so um yeah but before we get to that let's just do a quick shout out for my sponsor head over to greendragonstores.co.uk and you can get 20 percent off your basket full total and the code is young dragons 20 so at young dragons 20 on green dragon stores uh we sell uh shilajit and cbd products and you can read all about those on the website so um without further ado let's get right into the podcast hey aiden how are you doing
2: i'm doing well thanks
1: great cool so i um, just editing through this right now and i just want to make it clear that the podcast gets a lot better i know it starts off really um <laughs> quite slow but uh, yeah it gets really really good um we didn't really warm up so yeah hang on for the ride um let's get right into it and um yeah so um how did you how did you start off in life then where, where were you where did you start like where are you from
2: uh so i was born in sacramento california yeah. in the u.s obviously um yeah. and we moved to colorado when i was 10 sweet and have lived here except for grad school in the military all my life now
1: the military was it what do you mean what?
2: uh so after high school i joined the navy where i was a chinese interpreter that's pretty cool yeah okay uh, so i was stationed in hawaii then which was awesome
1: that's cool they got a big base there because i suppose it's quite um it's it's a very vulnerable point so they have to put like a really powerful base there it's still quite powerful i mean one of my uh, friends yeah
2: yeah yeah there's many many different bases there because it's a key point like you said
1: yeah yeah definitely um yeah, especially the air base, and, um, but also the naval base. So. Yeah, of course it would be. Anyway, yeah, so that's really cool. Um, and you studied, um, if I re- remember correctly, you studied languages
2: in Harvard. What, what was it exactly? So I got my bachelor's from the University of Colorado yeah. in uh, the sociology of religion. So I studied native traditions around the world, mm. um, Native American, uh, Australian, Aboriginal, traditions, etc. And then uh, when I went to Harvard, I got my master's degree in Celtic languages and literature. So I was studying Celtic mythology as compared Mm -hmm. to Norse mythology and the connections between them. Uh, Old Irish, Old Middle Welsh, Proto-Indo-European, Old Norse, all of those languages.
0: That's
1: amazing. So like, what got you into that? Why would you want to get into that? What, what sparked off that passion?
2: So, uh, so I've always been a language nerd. Um, (laughs) when I was uh, in high school, um, nor, I don't, I don't know how this compares to school there, but, uh, when I was in my senior year, uh, they, they made a new rule. So before, when I was a, uh, a junior uh that was the year before i would graduate um they you could if you had only one class that was required you could go to that one class and then go home and but <laughs> year that i was a senior they changed the rules so that you had to be there for the whole day so oh. uh i only had one class to take <laughs> that was left on my required curriculum so uh I just took all the other languages that the school offered. That's fair. So so (laughs) I took, uh, I went through four years of Latin that year. Uh, I I took uh, some Italian. I took French. I took Spanish. Uh, I didn't take German, but that was the only one I didn't take that the school offered.
1: Oh, wow.
2: Uh, (laughs) So. Yeah. uh, So I've always been a language geek. That's why I did chinese mandarin right out of high school i knew that i wanted to go learn a language uh yeah. and then the military would help pay for school and all that other stuff so yeah see that's the world. great
1: yeah uh, i mean joining the military is definitely um a good idea if you want to get loads of training and especially for people that maybe um in the u.s that don't really start out with a lot of money in life it's really good i think it's pretty really great for like class mobility isn't it really that's what i've seen yes because you get you get all the trainings paid for, and you can go to like university afterwards and stuff. So, yeah, that that is definitely an option. Like, if if you're in the US, you can you can go ahead and go to you um to the military if you can get in, and um yeah, you get trainings and stuff. I think it's really cool. I was gonna join the military, but um yeah, I didn't. <laughs> but, <laughs> well, I was it. I did. I decided that I like money. Um uh, I like money more than killing people and I don't like killing people so there we are. Um uh, <laughs> so I didn't kill I, any people. Oh, you didn't kill anyone. Ah, oh, damn, what's the point? Anyway. Yes. <laughs> yeah, um but yeah, I, I just ended up because cuz to be honest, in my country, I don't know if the same as your country, but if if you are if you're starting off not as an officer, um uh, you won't start an a specialist role and you won't be making much money at all. You'd be pretty much struggling to live when you're even defending your country, which I think is pretty terrible. So, um, yeah, I, it just wasn't into that. I was going to join the reserves and I did sign up. I did sign up. I went to uh, the, the, um, I went to, what is it? The selection. I went to selection day and on the first day I started coughing and i got a damn chest infection so then i went home and i was sent home because i i couldn't do it I, I passed all the medical um much to my amazement because um i you get 3 puffs on this machine to test if your breathing is strong enough right and because i've had a his, history of asthma um <laughs> it took me 3 times to do it on the last one they were like literally you have to do it right now or you're off and then so i just i just um yeah i i actually managed to get that um <laughs> get the pressure out which was quite cool but i didn't do it anyway and then i and then i kind of got injured and stuff and then i, I sort of yeah went into a downward spiral of ill health really um no, I'm on the way up, but yeah. So <laughs> yeah, that's a bit bit of a bit of my story there. So you kind of you were um you were sort of helped in a in a way it it would have been an easier thing for you to not um not do all the other classes. So so if it if it was an option, if you were there before and they hadn't changed it, you probably wouldn't have um done the classes and a, a guy that i watch on youtube he said that that to to increase your increase uh, your um uh intelligence or whatever in life um you should you should do the hardest emotional um thing so i suppose it'd be quite emotionally difficult to to sign up for lots of courses and and stuff i mean i like courses but a lot of people, especially people in school and stuff, they just wanna, you know, do the thing and, and get home and, and party or whatever. <laughs> um, but I think it, it could be really beneficial if if you if you take the hard courses, you know, it can be really great for your development. So I think you were kind of you were kind of pushed into the um languages like harder because of that. And I think that that, you know, helped you a lot and um and yeah so you you ended up going through all kinds of stuff and getting into harvard to do languages and what do you do now in
2: so nowadays i'm an analyst uh which means i basically look at what businesses do um what their processes are uh when they need to when they need to Implement a new application or uh, build new infrastructure, you know, new servers and, you know, whatever, uh, that sort of thing. I I define the details that are needed. I talk to all the 4,700 people and say, what do you need? Why do you need it? What will happen if you don't get it? What do they need? And then I put it all together so that everyone gets what they need in the simplest way possible.
1: So is that, are you like a consultant or what? What Yeah. You are a consultant. So you you go around to companies and give
2: people redundancies. (laughs) (laughs) No. No, I have no control over any of that. I just say, what do you need? And then I I spell out in simple language that, all right, so this has to be built on this date and this has to be built by this date and you have to put this thing here and put that thing there this particular field has to be set to four otherwise the things break and you know i I find out all the details about how they need to set things up
1: wow yeah okay um well personally i once went i once was going to which i didn't um i was going to go and do a business development manager apprenticeship for some company whatever i don't know what what it was but um i ended up not doing it but how did how did you get into doing what you do now
2: so um after i got my master's uh at harvard um so when i was in the military i was an analyst as well Uh, i analyzed different things but i was still an analyst yeah it's so it's something that i've been doing for a long time um and so after after Harvard, which was a lot of analysis as well, um, it was the natural thing to do. So. Uh, so I, I just I got a job uh, doing analysis um, for Celestial Seasonings Tea, if you've ever heard of them. Yes, uh,
0: I have.
2: Yes. So I, I worked with them. I worked with. Uh, uh, they don't I don't think they exist now. Uh, they were bought by White Wave, but I also worked for. a. Uh, horizon organic dairy so I did analysis for them for the accounting team Hmm. uh, doing you know here's how much the milk cost and here's the fees for the certifications and you know that kind of of thing yeah yeah it's just it's just continued it's um, since then it's just been a constant development into new new levels of detail
1: sweet so what would you say would be the the qualities of a um of an alan of a decent good analyst what what would they need if someone wanted to get into that
2: uh well i'd probably say that you need to be able to solve problems because that's really what i do you need no matter what's going on there's got to be some solution that will make things work for all the people so if you can find a way to make problems go away to solve the problems to resolve the issues or whatever that's really the key the key skill if you can know what they what they need to do
1: so as i've spoken to you before a bit um you know a little bit about i don't know how much you know but you know a bit about mbti which is this um if you if you don't know guys um mti is basically a sort of pseudo psychology character typing thing it's um it, it puts people into 16 boxes um one of 16 and um you you get to pick out what you um Well, you are really. Um, and, uh, Aiden, I know Aiden is, um, an INTJ. Um, I am not, I am, uh, I don't know what I am, but I'm, I'm probably ENFJ to be honest. Um, when I'm healthy, uh, (laughs) and, uh, Aiden, so you're an INTJ. Do you think being an INTJ makes you more sort of, um, uh, it makes it easier for you to do a job like an analyst type job because you know it's quite an analytical type
2: uh yes um Great. the the end part is the intuitive that's where you just know that yeah that's not going to work Yeah, uh, yeah yeah t is the thinking so you think through all the options j is the judging and knowing that this will work because of XYZ and that will work because of XYZ and that won't work because of the other thing. Mm -hmm. Um, the, I is actually, um, probably the most, uh, the, the least helpful of the MBTI stuff. It represents introversion, which I am super introverted. Uh, 99% did on a score of one to 100 each direction. I'm 99% introverted. (laughs) Uh, so wow. that makes it. Uh, <laughs> so that can be make make talking to the forty seven people I have to talk to to figure out what they need. That can make yeah. that difficult.
1: And what, what what is difficult about that for you? Uh,
2: it's it's very tiring. Um, right, people yeah. don't communicate the way that I would communicate, so it makes it yeah. uh, hard to get them to say answer the question I asked you, please yes yeah, right do you know this <laughs> yes or no no yeah. i don't need to know about your whole history with the company do you know this <laughs> yes or no? and you know that
1: kind of thing yeah. so yeah yeah people are just like to um so just waffle on about shit and not get to the fucking point and they just like yeah, yeah. it exactly. can be quite quite irritating can't it um i'm sorry i just have to take a drink there uh, yeah so um that's cool um on the, on, on the language front, then, so do you do any, any more of that, or is that just your, your sort of hobby type thing?
2: Uh, so I still use my languages here and there. Um, yeah. I, have a, I have a bunch, so just beyond those, because, like I said, a language geek, so I was already yeah. taking some of those languages when I was in high school before I even got to my senior year, where mm-hmm. I just was like, well, hey, I, get, I have to stay here, I might as well take the stuff I like, so... Yeah. Um but uh, so I still have a huge I'm a huge language geek still. Um I'm I'm super fascinated with Finnish, mm. uh with a bunch of the Native American languages like Cherokee and Navajo. Uh, mm. and uh, how many
1: languages do you know? Uh twelve. Twelve. <laughs> you know how many I know?
2: <laughs> I don't know how many.
1: How a little guess one oh yeah
2: shit <laughs>
0: okay.
2: there's yeah. actually a joke about that there's a what do you call someone who speaks uh many languages they're Didn't called mind. a polyglot right what do you call someone who speaks two languages what? they're called bilingual yeah what do you call someone who speaks one language what american
1: ha <laughs> yeah well i'm not american so i suppose well,
2: yeah <laughs> <laughs> else but the Americans speak multiple languages
1: so uh, yeah pretty much but English obviously we don't speak many languages normally because we don't need to because I think yeah we don't have we only have one native language which is English so I suppose that might be like I don't know if America's like that as well but yeah
2: probably is oh. so the thing the thing is is for uh British folks you know they it's just a, a short drive quote unquote. <laughs> To France and Germany and all these other places so you can like in this in the time it would take me to cross Texas you guys could have visited four different countries yeah yeah
1: Yeah, that's true there's so many languages yeah it's crazy yeah and um yeah so um back to the uh to the business analyst sort of stuff um because I'm sure that um our listeners will be interested in that because I'm gonna um I'm going to put this out as a, um, as a sort of business analyst interview. Um, so what, what are your favorite things about your job? Obviously you enjoy, um, problem solving, but, um, what do you get out of it?
2: Of the money? Uh, (laughs) The thing that, that I, I enjoy about it the most is, um, taking things that are complicated, that don't need to be complicated things that are hard for people to do and turning them into simple processes to make their lives easier and simpler and, you know, really address, here's the things you need, that other stuff isn't relevant to you or to anybody else. Nobody actually uses it. Why are you doing that report every day? You know, that kind of thing. I I, I like helping people and making their lives easier. So
1: that sounds like you need to help me out already. Um, yeah <laughs> anyway no i think we're good but um yeah anyway so um we were talking yesterday the guys um me and aiden often speak about different things and um just talking about i think i have i have a, di- a different idea possibly about about how how um the life works we we've we've uh argued a few times about will and um and also law of attraction and stuff i i tend to think because i i haven't actually i haven't done quite an episode about me yet um i should uh i come from a background of well i wanted to be a personal trainer so i trained up to do that and now i'm a life coach and um i sort of have learned um that usually You need to win the battle in your mind before you win it in real life. That's what I think, and I've seen it in sports. That's especially what you need to do. Um, Also, you need to drop ego. You need to have the skills. You need to. There's there's a there's a whole bunch of things that you need to do. But I happen to think that um, that law of attraction works. I think that if you think that you could, like, you know, there's that famous saying that says, um, if you are, um, what is it, uh, whether you think you can or you can't, you're right. And I think that's true, but, um, I want to continue our discussion on that because we didn't quite finish up there. I mean, um, why, why do you think that the law of attraction doesn't work? And how do you think that people can, um, utilize something maybe better to gain what they want in life? Cause I'm sure all of my listeners want to gain more whatever they want to get in life and i think that law of attraction would be a good way to do that but um what what do you think is stopping people from reaching their goals other than just self
2: um self-defeating thoughts so the law of attraction has its history in in what's called the the new thought movement this was uh, right. way back when you know uh the 1800s and all uh, that kind of area era, which was basically um, has become a lot of what we we uh, know today as Christian Science. Basically, if you think it, you will have it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, <clears throat> I grew up in a charismatic Pentecostal house uh, household. Charismatic Pentecostal. What is
1: that?
2: So, charismatic Pentecostals are one step away from snake handling. So it's a it's a Protestant denomination um, where uh, they test God's will and their powers with God and all that uh, with uh, handling poisonous snakes basically. Uh, charismatic Pentecostal is uh, the charismatic part is you're supposed to you know go tell everyone to, to love Jesus. And the Pentecostal <laughs> part is that you know everything's gonna end, and you you better get right with God now um but God, in practical terms, what that <laughs> means is speaking in tongues, uh little ladies frothing at the mouth, rolling on the floor oh, uh no, you know, you the like holy that, Spirit but... being upon you, and all the <laughs> really extreme type of things
0: uh, am okay,
2: <laughs> yeah so one of one of the big things of of that whole uh that whole tr- tradition is that uh you know is kind is this new thought thing that if you give money it, this is a very much an american thing i think but i have seen it elsewhere um mm-hmm. if you give the pastor money you're giving god money and god will give it back to you so oh. this is this nice. this is one of the things that put me off of new thought very early on when i was a kid yeah,
0: uh yeah. so
2: so uh, the law of attraction is basically the same idea it's just a new it's the new version of it it's the modern version of it and i don't necessarily yes uh and i don't necessarily disagree that what you think can harm or help you i I don't disagree with that but um when you look at like things like the secret and the books on on law of attraction what they're saying is that if you think something you will have it period it will come to you well i have to say that you know i know there's a lot of starving children in africa they're thinking a lot about a lot about food and don't have it so yeah there there's there's actual practical evidence that mm, it doesn't but quite it, work but it, I, don't I don't
1: know are the, are the kids in africa well I, I, yeah well, hmm. I suppose within the realm of possibility, we've got to work sometimes. But um, are those kids in Africa? Are they thinking about having food, or are they thinking about, oh shit, I don't have food?
2: Um, yeah, I don't know. I can't say because I'm not one of them. But uh, there's plenty of examples of people saying, "I have this," and they yeah. clearly don't. And yeah,
1: they... yeah, yeah. <laughs> there, there's one certain... one and stuff, isn't
2: it? Yeah, right. There's a certain point where, like affirmations, for example, I, I think can be really poorly done well if Mm -hmm. you're sitting to yourself saying i have xyz and i am such and such and such but you're not you're blatantly clearly don't have that thing and clearly are not such and such then that actually sets up this whole thing and your your mind is going but you're not you don't have that and so it defeats the purpose how i think law of attraction kinds of ideas work is i think you know if if you have a positive outlook and uh, you are going to be more open to more likely to recognize the opportunities that come your way. So being positive does help you. And, yeah. and the same way, if you are if you are like my life sucks and everything's terrible, you are you're going to be so focused on how terrible your life is. You're never going to see the cool okay. things that are that are out there. So, yeah. yeah, I do think positive thinking and and negative thinking definitely have effects, but I don't think they work the way that law of attraction would have you believe
1: okay yeah i suppose i can't really argue with that to be honest um what was what is it um uh there was this there was i'm looking for it right now there was this um this darren brown thing um it what you just said just made me think of that um darren brown doing um about i there was this they created this this cow, I think, and they put it in a village, uh, with with all kinds of different people. People who thought they were lucky, people who thought they did they weren't lucky, and um, they they made out this cow to be extremely luck giving. So if you if I think if you stroked it, you'd be more lucky. Essentially, that's that's the idea. And these people that were thinking that they weren't lucky and everything bad happens to them and it does um they started doing this and then they realized that their life had changed because just because they thought that they were getting luckier because of lucky stuff and this is why wishing wells actually do work because people think that oh shit i'm really lucky and they'll, they'll look out for all the positive great things that are actually there and they'll look out for opportunities like you just said. And uh, rather than just looking, thinking, Oh, I'm so unlucky because I think, um, that's a self-fulfilling prophecy. And I think it's a self-fulfilling prophecies are kind of like law of attraction. Um, I, I think, you know, um, so yeah, where, where is, where is law of attraction is kind of a little bit out there and they, I think they get a lot of the stuff wrong. And, um, and the see- secret... I th- the secret completely put it completely wrong, I think. Um, it made out. The secret made out. And if anyone agrees with this, I'm really sorry to break it to you, but right now, if you think that something's going to happen, just think it and think it and think it and don't do any action or whatever. Nothing is going to pop out of the damn sky and land in your lap, you know? You're not going to get fucking... Oh, I'm going to imagine having... 50 fucking million pounds and I'm not going to work work towards it at all. You know. It's, right. right. It's if, if it really
2: Right, if it really worked that way then, you know, Donald Trump would have exploded many years ago.
1: Yep. <laughs> and that's like um I don't I don't know. Um I do I do magic and I I study at magic um and what's quite funny is I think that a lot of people out there think there's such thing as magic, magic, um, which is like, you can do a fucking spell and brilliant. Oh, great. I've got all this now, you know, that's, that's not how it works. You have to do the work. Yeah. Ha- it is always about work. You can do positive thought. You can do law of attraction. You can do fucking magic. You can do anything. And if you don't put any real work into it, it's just not going to help you. So yeah, I think, yeah. this, this uh, that's
2: what? so, so there's there's this uh, guy who writes books named Jason Miller. He wrote um, he's written a couple books about uh, this, this financial sorcery and the secrets of sorcery and yeah, yeah. Uh, a bunch of stuff. And he's he uh, he has created a definition of magic that I really like. Uh, yeah. All these you know Crowley and all them all dudes are all like uh, it's you know according to your will do the thing. But uh, what Jason Miller says is that it's actually magic is an influence, and yeah. it doesn't cause things; it influences them. Yeah. So, so if you if if you do your spell to get some more money, but don't do anything to allow money to come into your in into your life, yeah, you know it's, you're going to yeah. find a penny. You found you, yeah, know, right. you found you found a pound on the on the road, and there you go. You're you found That's your it. money came into your life. <laughs> right
0: yep yeah
1: yeah <laughs> yeah i'm sure like a lot of people have done done that sort of thing that's uh crazy but yeah if if you guys um listening uh you can go ahead um i think it is um oh what is it darren brown is it is it Ah, oh, i can't remember what it's called um wishing oh, i don't know but yeah go check that out um and, uh, yeah, that, uh, I, I totally, I, I know. Yeah. I really agree with you about the, um, about the law of attraction sort of stuff that it makes a lot of sense, but I do think that it is important if you go out into the world, it is really important to have a positive mindset. That's what I'm going to leave that there. And, um, so now I, I just have some, some questions for you in, um,
2: do you know what you want in life uh, i think that's an ever evolving thing uh, yeah okay because yeah. <laughs> it depends <laughs> on where i'm at in my life what 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 day it is what my mood is you know what i want yeah. out of the whole is, is constantly changing um mm. Mm. I, it, like and and there's also like well in what context like relationship wise like yeah uh job wise like what What's my big dream? If I had a zillion dollars, what would I do? Uh, these yeah. Are all okay. Tell me, things. tell me that. <clears throat> uh, well, if I had a zillion dollars, um, I, my, my dream would be to establish a intentional community. So not like a commune, but, um, but sort of like a commune. <laughs> uh, okay. What I'd love to do is, is have a lot of land, um, yeah. have, have uh, a giant building that had you know classrooms and um, apartments and all this kind of stuff so that I could support and um, help with help artists help you know magicians writers all kinds of creative people would have somewhere that they could come and they could have you know they'd be there at an internship for or a residency for you know six months a year whatever Um, and Hmm. so that they could do their thing and contribute to the beauty in the world uh and i'd also like to have have uh additional like you know tiny homes or little cottages or whatever for people to stay there more long term permanently uh and uh
1: right there (laughs) aiden i really um that's sort of the exact same thing that i want in life really to be honest so uh, we need to talk about this <laughs> um let, let's get a few uh a few millions together and let's uh do it i mean <laughs> that'd be so cool you can do a mystery school and whatever i don't know and yeah so <laughs> that, i think that would be amazing i think a lot of people in this world and probably a lot of people listening to this and i, I put a um did I put a, I probably put a thing up, but no, I didn't put a thing up about this yet. Um, I think people um, <laughs> are, they chase the new car. They chase money. They chase fucking pussy or whatever the fuck you want to chase. They chase a, a ton of stuff that is just, just material is um, getting more. It's just getting more and more more stuff, you know, stuff. Let's get more stuff you know, and it's not about getting experiences, it's about having that, that, it's about also a lot of people have got this thing that they got to work for work's sake, they got to it's some kind of badge of honour to be a work fucking debt slave, you know, and um, and they just, people miss the damn point the point in life is not to gain as many points as you can, cash is points, basically, I mean it's, it's it's to have the most fun it's to have the most fulfillment it's it's to do what you actually want to do and if you can do that with less less time doing shit that you don't want to do and more time doing stuff that you do want to do you're going to be happier than the billionaire that doesn't do anything that he wants to do and spends 80 hours a week fucking doing whatever and the reason why you guys listening or, or you Aiden um may want to get money may the money is is an amazing segue into uh into a better life and to reducing stress reducing time spent at work basically you can buy time buy buy other people's time and work less yourself that's the point of being rich you know, it's not working yourself into the ground just so you can say, yeah, great. I have millions in the bank, in the bank. But <clears throat> there's absolutely no point. <clears throat> so I think a lot of people miss, miss the point there. So I really desperately want, um, a like, what, like what exactly what you said in, um, a, a community type thing, uh, with, uh, everything I need school, mystery school, (laughs) um, places (laughs) people live. Um, I want herds of animals that we can live off and all kinds of stuff like that. I want to be self-sufficient and that is the dream of mine. And I don't care how much money I have in the bank as long as I am achieving that. And if you're in a community like that, I mean, I was, I was talking to, to a guy that I work with and we're like, why why does everyone need a sports car? Why can't we just have like one really fucking cool sports car for like ten people and just use it when you want, you know? And you can just have a community and you can just share a bunch of stuff. I mean and then it's such a small scale like that. I think under 120 people, which is like a, a sort of maximum tribe size, I think it won't turn into some evil communist regime as long as you keep it under under a um under a certain level. So yeah if you guys are just here like thinking oh how can i make money oh should i be a business analyst and try and try and make millions and so, i don't know if that going to work in but um <laughs> uh, uh, uh try to work with the, the massive companies the microsoft's the um google alphabet you know um if you want to work with massive companies and get paid big bucks as an analyst but you're an infp who should be sad at home doing fucking art you're probably not doing the right thing so if you guys are here just just thinking about how you can get money well um you should probably just go on to another podcast and learn how to make money but this uh, my podcast here is how you can fulfill your damn dreams and that's the most important thing in life, I think. That's the most important thing for me. And that's what I want to do. So yeah, I mean, me and you, Aiden, I think we have very similar goals. And I think people who have a sort of slightly higher um sense of self actualization may also agree. Um, okay, so uh I have another another question, Aiden. Um, unless you wanna add a bit more to that
2: uh i could go for hours but yeah well i've actually thought about this for many years uh and i have all sorts of things figured out but uh yeah that's probably good for now
1: okay yeah we i mean i don't want to i don't want to take too long i mean i know some joe rogan podcasts they take like 4 hours or 5 hours sometimes but i just don't think that that's very beneficial unless you've got a pause button i mean you can press a pause button after like 30 minutes and then let your brain refresh but i don't know if i could talk for that long at the moment anyway um yeah so (laughs) what are the um what are your proudest achievements in life Uh, (laughs) hmm. Hmm.
2: so again it it, context differs depending but uh Marrying my husband was was is a big one. Um, graduating from Harvard was a big one. Yeah. Uh, going to Harvard period was a big one. Yeah, uh, right. I'm very proud of all the different kinds of things I've done. I'm I'm very a very adventurous mm-hmm. guy. So I've traveled the world and done all kinds of things. And you know, when I was in the military, we would pull into a new city in somewhere Southeast Asia, and I would leave the ship and go get lost on purpose just to see what life was like out there. So, you know, wandering through the projects, you know, the, 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 the housing development for the low, low income people in Singapore at 3.00 AM and what that was like. And and then finding my way back home too. And uh, I I spent a bunch of time in Australia and just got used to uh, how the Australian, you know, suburban life differs from American style stuff and just learning about how people do things and why, and, uh, that, that kind of ex- exposure and experience and adventure really, uh, is something I'm proud of. Uh, I have, I have done a lot of yeah. things that maybe most people wouldn't be proud of, but all of these things have made me who I am today, who I think is a cool person. So,
1: yeah. I think that's amazing. I mean, I kind of envy you being able to join the military and just travel around the dam. Well, that's what I wanted to do. It's just amazing. Now I'm going to have to do it out of my own pocket, but I'm still going to do it. But I think yeah. it's just great. You know, even if you have to do some things that you might not want to do, I think that that builds you as a person. And I also think that there's no such thing as a negative experience, unless you have a negative experience unless you perceive that experience to be negative and then you're having a negative experience i like this there's this there's this quote i don't i don't know i i remember quotes but i don't remember bloody said them um it's uh it's a uh something like a positive um a positive view on a negative experience is a positive experience and a negative view on a positive experience is a negative experience. So it doesn't really matter what the experience is. It just matters how you think about it. Uh, that's what I think. Do you agree with that?
2: Uh, I, I would agree with that, but I don't think that it's always uh, something that happens immediately. It, it It's no. taken, no. You, know, you know, it's taken years in therapy and some kind <laughs> of some cases to, <laughs> deal with some of the negative issues that that I, yeah. negative things that have happened to me but uh again they still ended up making me who i am and and i'm proud of who i am so
1: yeah and um i agree with that yeah i mean i've been through some shit <laughs> um yeah a lot a lot of shit as you know and um do i resent any of it no i don't resent any of it because Resenting what happened to you is essentially resenting your damn self because those stuff that happened to you has made yourself, so if you're resenting whatever happened, I think you're just resenting yourself, so I just I try to maintain a positive outlook on whatever has happened to me and um and carrying around resent is so bloody heavy and awful it's just I would never wish anyone that on anyone I mean. I'd rather something... I'm not going to say that. Um, but, uh, yeah, I would, I would just like to um, no, never carry around negative emotions and hate for anyone else or anyone that's ever wronged me or whatever because they were teaching me something, you know? That, and everybody, I believe, everybody does, does whatever they... Uh, even if they fuck you up. Everyone does it out of love in some way. I mean that's a bit of a controversial view, I think. But um, yeah, everyone does a, uh, every they're doing it out of they just they literally everyone every fucking cunt who who has messed you up in some way did it because they th- they thought that that was the best thing to do. Some people are evil, but most people they are thinking that it's the right thing to do. So that's another so, reason why I don't resent people. You right. know?
2: So I would say that. What you just said there is is more accurate than the people do with what seems like the best thing according to all their experiences, all their knowledge, all their history, whatever.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: That's that doesn't necessarily mean it's out of love. Sometimes, sometimes they are just gets who need who want to fuck your life up because that makes them feel better. Yeah, and yeah. That, that's not really out of love, but maybe they're trying to love themselves though you know right but it's it's it is definitely something that uh is the best to them the best option available in the moment i feel like shit therefore i will fuck up with this guy's life and then i will feel powerful and good yeah that's not love but that's that is what you he thought is the best idea
1: yeah that's why it's, it's really quite hard for me to resent anyone anymore because I just think, well, this guy's just misguided, you know. And, like, I, f- I found out, I saw a Facebook post from my friend and she was saying about this kid at some school who were, who killed some ducks and was saying to other kids that, um, that they were going to kill them or whatever. It, it's fixing to be the next... Um, shooter you know um in the u.s they have a lot of shootings um and i think that's probably because their approach to mental health and um abuse and things like that because that kid he's not how he is because of him you know some people are genetically wired to be psychopathic but most of the time and even if they are psychopaths you can you can teach a psychopath to know right and wrong just logically that you know they they won't go outside of it anyway um and what i'm thinking about this this kid i'm just thinking poor kid i'm just thinking literally this kid is so fucked up because i don't know what happened his parents may abuse him he i don't i really don't know but i'm just thinking that People like that just need absolutely just help and hating on people and saying, oh, oh, fucking arrest him and put him into jail for the rest of his life. That's not going to help anyone or anything. You know, you need you need to help these fucking people. You need to investigate the situation and check out the parents, check out the home life, see if it's okay. You know, because you're not who you are is not your damn fault. Unfortunately, it is your damn responsibility and you really have to take that responsibility into your hands and just completely do do the best you can with it. But it is not your damn fault and you should never resent yourself. And I think a lot of people actually hold themselves back because they might not think they're worthy of things. I mean, I think that's one of the biggest things um, that keeps people back from their dreams. Um, that's what I think. I mean, do you agree with that,
2: don't or... Uh, you know, I think that's, that's a, a fair thing. I, I like what you said that it may not be your fault, but you are still responsible for who you are. So I, I agree with that. Definitely. Um, I think, I think sometimes it is your fault though. I, I, I think it's a complex com- combination of forces. And, you know, if you make a stupid decision one time and you do it in the, you know you made that bad decision in the right place in the right time and you can be you could have really fucked your life yeah. uh and 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 that was your fault cuz you made that stupid decision but not everything is like that there are things that are like you said you know it's it's ingrained in g- genetically or sociologically or culturally or various other ways that that you are you are influenced by the world around you um so you this, think
1: that sorry you think that the um you think people are well i think that every situation this is just how i think i mean i think there's probably about two two schools of thought on this but i think that in every situation people make decisions according to what they have previously done so that's like you know i do that because that happened last time or i do that because of all these events that lined up to the situation, which brought me to this point of doing this, I think that people tend to do things because of that. Which means, to me, to say that I don't think it's anyone's fault what they're doing, because i i think I think that life is kind of a um, a sequence of events and. Each event pings off the other one. That's what I think. I mean, there are, there are ideas that you can break out of that. Um, and, but I think most people are are just completely blind. I think most people are running around blind in, in their lives and not really taking responsibility for anything or, um, and, uh, I think those people, for those people, who unconsciously do things because they actually think that it's the right thing to do. And they've actually, like you just said, been, it's ingrained into them. I think that I don't, I don't see really any situations where it's any different than that. Really? Um, I think that every situation, it, it bounces off something else, Um, which means that that, that's why I think that everything is not your fault. Everything is not your fault. Um, But Everything is your responsibility, but I mean, you can you can uh, comment on that if you want.
2: Um, I, I, I you, you, basically said that, um, everything pings off of everything else, and that's why it's not your fault because it's a complex web of yeah previous in, 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 in situations, which yeah, yeah. is fair, and and I and I agree with that to an extent. I, I think that uh, part of the issue is that sometimes people are put into situations where they have no experience whatsoever. They they don't have anything to make a decision based on. So they do the best with what they can. Well, this was kind of like when that happened. So therefore I'll do this. Uh Sometimes that's, sometimes that's the right response. And sometimes it, you know, it has consequences that aren't what you were hoping for. So I, I think that, I think that, making a point of saying it's your fault or it's not your fault in the end doesn't really do anything because no, no. what you're looking at is a whole complex web of associations, connections, ideas, uh, people, etc., And you have a role in all of that, but so do, so does everyone else. And so does everything else. Yeah. So, it's, so it's not, it's not a, not your fault. You had a role in it, but it's also, uh, you know, it, it's, not it, it's not your fault in the sense that so did a whole bunch of other people. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like a, if you get into an accident one day, uh, mm. there's a whole chain of consequences of decisions and, and the consequences yeah. of those decisions that led you there. So yep. there was you deciding to take that road uh, to drive as fast as you did to get to that particular spot where it actually happened. Those yeah. are your, you had that role and you made those decisions and these are the consequences. Mm-hmm. And then somebody else also, had a bunch of con- choices they made. They decided to go this way mm-hmm. and they decided to fiddle with the radio at just that time or whatever yeah. it was that causes yeah. the accident. It is the consequence of a lot of people making a lot of decisions. So there, you know, even going back to, you know, this council member decided that there should be an intersection right here. Or And when they built it, they put, you know, the, the, the construction to crew didn't put a good, uh, Uh, road base down and so there's a big pothole and uh, you know there's so many so many decisions so many choices um so many effects just in the world in general that uh it's 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 fate but it's not fate like you think of it it's Mm. it's consequence of everything
0: Yeah, so
1: I think we're saying the same sort of, um, same kind of thing there, really. I mean, and I, I'm just trying to, I'm putting the emphasis on it because this podcast is um, for people trying, trying to find their way in life, trying to um, make make a career change or something like that. But I think it's really important to have your your mental, your mental health and your your um, And your ideas and stuff, I think it's really important to have that squared away. So, I would like all of you listeners, I would like you to stop resenting yourself for the mistakes you made. Okay, everyone fucking fails. I mean, I failed, I failed businesses, I and you know, and each each thing you fail at you learn from if you don't learn from it well yeah maybe there's no point in doing it but you can learn something from every single situation in life okay so that i think if you if you think learning is important i don't think you can have much of a bad time so yeah guys do not resent yourself for failing if you fail it's okay and it's not your fault because either you're doing what you you're doing the best you can um, with uh, what you have as um, as the NLP uh, pre uh, what is it presupposition goes and um, and uh, or like Aiden said just then uh, you haven't had any sort of situation that is anything like what it is before so you just get you're just gonna you, you know you're just gonna hash away at it and just see and if you fuck up fine sure whatever you know because you didn't know any better so just don't Ah, uh, it's like everyone is so everyone around me is so damn afraid while well, i i kind of cut myself off from people who are afraid of failure but i mean um i'll get onto that as well um and uh everyone's so scared of if if, you know the only thing to to fear is is the actual fear itself you shouldn't you should never fear fear but you should you know anyway um (laughs) let's get back on track here yeah so guys um basically i think that nothing is your fault and you're not fucked up everyone's gonna try and make you look fucked up in life um so you're you're wrong you're stupid you can't do that you can't do this you you had your parents telling you that you can't do that your parents fucked you up but they loved you anyway they, they want the best for you but they don't just didn't know how to do it they just they just told you over and over again oh you can't do that oh oh what do you want to be when, when you're a kid you know um oh yeah oh i want to be a fucking astronaut oh you can't do that pick something more realistic you know it's it's shit like that and it it ingrains into your damn head so if you want to do absolutely anything in life you just you've got to find a way to drop that fear and i i'm doing i that's pro- probably why i picked up magic to be honest because i'm just like i'm in a rut here i've done every every bloody um mundane thing that i can do to try to achieve Great things. I mean, I got pretty damn close, right? I, you know, I, I was going to launch a business that was going to be really good, and uh, I've got, I've still got that, um, that mentor slash investor guy that would be available if I were to come up with something really good. But um, yeah, I learned networking. I learned a bit of NLP. I learned um, all kinds of stuff, you know, business skills and whatever. Hey guys, you can learn business skills online, like on udemy and stuff like that is really good um yeah so i'm i'm kind of breaking off here a little bit but um yeah that's why that's why i got into to magic and that that's actually how i know aiden um i made a post on reddit i need a mentor because it's a bit of a lonely world as a <laughs> as a uh solo practitioner and i just needed a bit of help really because i was going to join the Golden Dawn. Um, which is quite a big order, but um, I'm just thinking that it's just not really something I want to do. Really, to be honest, I don't want to be go through all this old someone's system, and I don't want to be, I don't want to be shut off from black magic. I don't want to be, um, you know, I don't want anything to be cut off from me. I want to learn everything, and with the internet, you can learn anything. So yeah, I don't, I don't quite know where I'm going with this. Um, <laughs> but i ju- i'm just trying to you know i'm just trying to help my listeners because i mean i've been in the situation where i don't know i don't know what i want to do um now i know what i want to do but i've just been in that damn situation that fucked up situation and i remember as a kid um asking people do you know what you want to do when you're older do you know what you want to do and then everyone's like no and i'm like really i do and um and i can imagine it was the, it was like the worst thing in the world for me to think that i didn't know what i wanted to do and so i think i lied to myself i think i lied to myself about what i wanted to do i was like um i was telling people oh i want to be a soldier oh i want to be a personal trainer. oh i want to do this and i would throw myself out these things and i would just do it until i just realized this is shit so <laughs> and aiden have you ever tried anything that that you thought oh fuck this is really me this is like i really 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 want to do this and then you just tried it and you're like shit uh i just wasted well i didn't waste it again but i mean you know i i just (laughs) i just put this all this effort and fucking years i put like what was it maybe about yeah about three thousand pounds into my to my um personal training course which and also a lot of time Um, and then I just ended up not doing it because I was just like, I got about 90% through and and then I just figured out, I just, I just, I suppose I got to know enough about it that I was like, um, I was saying, well, I I just knew enough to, to be, to figure out that there's parts of it that I don't want to do,
2: you know? So, and absolutely. Yes. yeah. Yeah. Yes. So for me, when I got to Harvard, I was uh, actually given a scholarship, a uh, full ride. Uh, all my schooling was paid for and I got a stipend and it was to go through and get my Ph.D. Yeah. But it stopped at my master's because after after those two years, I am like, yeah, this isn't where I want to be. This is not what I want to be doing. And that's pretty common in academia. Uh, yeah. So so it's it's not unheard of. And, you know, what I do now doesn't really have uh, at least as a, you know, as a business life sort of thing, what I do now doesn't really have a lot to do with, with my traditionally useless degrees. <laughs> but uh, I, I didn't get my degrees so for... So, are degrees useless the, or... Uh, well, you know, how many, how many people do you know that are actually, you know, using their psychology degree, for example? I mean, there's right. a lot yeah. of a lot of people yeah. who you, you anymore the issue is that you have a degree not what it's in. Yeah. So yeah. At, yeah. at least in the US yeah. it's this way. Uh mm-hmm. there's companies that won't even hire you if you don't have a degree. Doesn't matter what's <laughs> in.
0: It yeah. No. Have, <laughs> I have
2: I have a degree in oh. underwater basket weaving. Oh, that's great. Cool. Here, we'll hire you. To <laughs> <laughs> so do this thing that has nothing to do with ba- underwater basket weaving, but mm-hmm, oh god. That works. I, you know, it's
1: just fucking stupid is I just think that's the stupidest thing as a soon to be employer it's like, I, I would never, never pick someone just because they got a damn degree. Fuck your fucking degree. I don't give a shit. What about yourself? You know, what can right. you do? Not what exactly. can your papers say that you can do? I don't care what your fucking piece of paper is. Like. This is what Elon Musk is like, by the way, you know, this um, Yeah. Elon Musk, he's like, I, I don't hire MBAs because I, I just want to I just want people who are just moldable and can just come in with uh, and what he likes. I think is enthusiasm. I like enthusiasm. I really do like enthusiasm. Like I have this guy um, working for us right now and he's really enthusiastic, you know, and I think that's that's a really really redeeming quality. He just he wants to do it. And he's more enthusiastic than I am. I mean yeah so it's just like it's really it's really really important to be enthusiastic in what you do and I've been all around the bloody internet asking people about how enthusiastic they are about different things and they they're and it turns out that I think probably about 99 out of 100 people are doing something that they're not enthusiastic about <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Starting- oh yeah And and then when you tell them that, no, the real money, the real passion, the the real fulfillment and your damn dreams are in what you're passionate about, you know, because do you think you can work that fucking hard on something that you're not passionate about. Do you think Elon Musk uh, on the top 10 billionaire list or anyone on the top 10 billionaire list? Do you think any of those are doing stuff that they don't absolutely a door with a passion. I'll answer that question for you. No, the fucking not. And you have to do stuff that you're fucking passionate about and you enjoy. It's not about, I mean, I see people all the time. Oh, but passions don't make me money. I'm like, no passions are the only thing that make you money. That's what I think. I mean, you probably disagree with that, but I mean, I mean, passions, they, uh, they do. I mean, when it comes to money they make you a lot of money i mean you can make you can make some money but without passion but i think i think if you really if you really want to get to the the upper echelons of your your um your field and and guys also if you want to pick a field you want to pick i don't give a fuck under walk, what a basket we would you can pick anything and you can you can make a you can make a hell of a lot of money out of anything, every fucking field. I don't care what it is, every fucking field. If you have a passion in it, you can win. If you have a passion, that's all. That, that's basically if you have the passion and the acumen to to learn to be the best. That's what you got to do. You just got to be the fucking best. All right, and um. And then you, you can you can make a hell of a killing in any any damn industry. Don't let your parents to tell you that. Oh well, don't do acting because there's a two, there's a ninety eight percent chance that you'll fail. Yeah, what if you're that two percent? What if you love it that much? Just fucking try it. Just do it. Just do it. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, just 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 be a singer. Be a fucking stupid guitarist or something. You know, be be the next dead Sharon. You don't have to go to you know, uh, it is not, not offend I hope the son offend offend you, um, Aidan. You don't have to go to fucking Harvard, right? You don't have to go to Harvard to, to get a fucking degree to fulfill your damn career. You're in twenty fucking first century. It's 2020 now. You don't need a de- you don't need a degree to work for yourself. And I I strongly think this other thing that might offend, they didn't. But the non-graduates, they hire graduates. That's what I think. I, yeah, I've, I've seen that so, a lot
2: and I thought. So there's this, there's this theory about how hiring happens. Yeah. And so if you classify people based on skill, aptitude, intelligence, all these things, say that they fall into three categories, A, yeah. B, C, and D. A is the best, B is, yeah, that's good. And C is, yeah, not so awesome. <laughs> the theory is that A's are the only ones who will who will hire A's. Right. Uh, B's will only hire B's and C's, and C's will only hire C's because they don't want <laughs> to be outshone by somebody else. They're fr- they're afraid. Good. So I found that to be true in my life.
1: Huh? And what are you, Aiden? I'm definitely
2: <laughs> <A>. today,
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I oh, mean. I, s- I suppose that makes a lot of sense because we like to associate with people who are like us. So that
2: just makes a lot of fucking sense, right? <laughs> so. I, I do know, I, w- I would say there's also a category of like A minuses, <laughs> uh, people who are not as, as smart as, as, or, you know, skilled or whatever, as some of their friends are, but have recognized that fact and want to surround themselves with people who can, who, who they can learn from. And yeah, yeah. so I've ha- I've had many friends who were like that. Like, I don't know a thing about this, but you know a lot. So I want you around so you can tell me how it works, kind of oh, idea. Yeah.
1: I love that. You know that you know Henry Ford, right? He he had this, this this desk um of just buttons with different fucking people on it, right? And you can have this now on your phone, by the way, guys. You don't have to have a desk with buttons, you can have a phone with people. And that's <laughs> what I have myself. That you know, I have Aiden because he knows everything about magic and um probably business and whatever but uh, yeah and i have i have other i have people that just know everything about everything that i need to know and it's i think it's quite impossible impossible to know everything so you need a team that Knows stuff that you don't know because that's the only thing that makes sense so definitely i would say be that a minus be that be that guy if you you are the a minus don't pick other people that are like you pick other people that know stuff that just you don't know and then you can i mean if i if i knew i would i just don't i don't think i have a big enough brain to know as much as like the 10 people that I can call on if I need, if I need something, if if I need to know something, I can just, I can message someone or call someone and they will know it. And then they can also message me if, if, if they want my expertise on something. Um, I'm not entirely sure what my expertise is, but (laughs) I'm joking, but, um, uh, (laughs) yeah, that's the thing. So I think it's, yeah, I think it's really great to have, um, people of all kinds of um classes and ilks and whatever working with you um as long as they can do a good job so yeah that's that's really important bit for me i think and that's really important that's really interesting i, I never actually heard about the um a, your, your abc analogy that that's um
2: okay that's everyone rich. just hires hires either at their level or lower but
1: yeah, the people
2: that will hire above them are are rare.
1: Huh. I would love to hire above me. I just
2: I love it. <laughs> I agree. It makes perfect sense to me. Like, I, yeah, I, you know, I have no interest in learning this, but I need this to be done. So you have an interest in doing it. Let me reward yeah. your interest. Exactly. <laughs> you know? exactly. Yeah. What's,
1: what's wrong with that? Yeah. Exactly. And there are a lot of people that overwork themselves just because they want to do everything. Have you seen that? I bet you have. Because yeah. I've yep. seen that a lot, just like ah, oh, it's it's like people that these are the people that would micromanage employees as well. I think correct. Uh, you know, they just they want everything to be their damn way. No, you you, you don't. You wanna you wanna if you uh, people are listening. If you are an employer, if you got a you know, I don't know if you're actually an employer. Watch listening to this because this is not really a podcast. But if you are. The podcast for that if you are a um an employer or if you're not even an employer if you're an entrepreneur that hires hires pas or whatever I, d- I don't care if you're someone that hires people you need to tell them what needs doing and basically leave them to it and they will do a fucking better job than if you you're just over their shoulder saying oh, have you done this have you done that have you done no Tell them what needs fucking doing. Tell them when it needs doing and they will bloody do it. That's that's what you need to do. I I really strongly believe that. And you should and people work a lot better under autonomy. And if you if they don't, they're not, you know, they're not the right people to do the damn job. So you just pick your person out. Right. Pick, pick your person. Pick the damn job that you need to do. And by the time that they'll do it realistically and agree with them. And they all do it. I think that's that's what needs to be done. And don't do everything yourself and don't micromanage because micromanaging that's a job in its own. And if you've got another job to do and you're micromanaging, you got two fucking jobs. So it's, you're just adding more. So I mean, I obviously, Aidan, you can tell I could go off on fucking tangents about shit. But I just kind <laughs> of fucking. Just spread. Because I I've done so much studying and crap that I just wanna fucking show it out to other people. Um <laughs> That's all good. Yeah man. Um so how long have you got Aiden then today?
2: Uh, I've got probably another twenty minutes or so.
1: Okay, sweet. Um cool. So I was um I was just <laughs> I don't know what you're gonna think about this but um i i watched a kind of like a documentary type thing about um the order of um uh, uh nine angles which is a satanic order um they are i don't know there's a lot of controversy around them and stuff but one thing that i really like about them is they do this? They, they do this thing. I can't remember what's called, but they do this thing where you, you basically become your opposite self for about eighteen months, or eighteen months precisely. So oh. say if you, if you're a pacifist, if you're a pacifist, you have to go and join the army. If you okay. are generally a, a a if you are an active, go hard, person. Um, you go and become a Buddhist monk for eighteen months, or and that what they used to do, they, they used to have. Um, I don't, I don't think they still do it because I had a little quick look on their website yesterday for whatever for what this thing is called. Um, but I just couldn't find it, and uh, they tend to be anti-fascist and anti-Nazi now, hopefully. Um, but they used to do this thing where they used to join far-right movements or far-left movements and start like start a lot of wars within it you know to just to just because it's just hard and they also do this this one thing that i will not condone ever um they do this thing called culling (laughs) it's obviously killing someone but um what i like is and they also do a, a load of, of different um, like endurance tasks. Like guys have to walk so many miles and cycle so many miles with like packs on and stuff, you know? And um, the, the, what, what I took away from that is what I think that I'm going to try to do is this one thing where the, you just change your role in life. So if you're an introvert, but try to become an extrovert. If you just completely flip yourself and it's it's, it's all about, exploring your character and putting yourself through situations that you'd you'd never normally put yourself through and just see how you act in it and this is also why they do the bloody culling thing because and apparently now that they do it every um like seven years or something and 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 it's normally a person from the order uh like consensual or whatever they used to do they used to do to like pedophiles and rapists and stuff but um anyway um yeah basically i want to do uh oh yeah with the with the culling they 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 do that just because they want to f- figure out what it's like to kill someone. But I think you can probably do that with an, with a, with animals legally, you know? <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So what I want to do is I want to figure out what I need to do to, um to explore my character, to, to see if there's anything that I can do that I haven't done before. Um, like I, I asked on my Facebook yesterday, should I try blend? Should I not try? Cause I never use the word try. I should, I blend in with society, um, for 18 to months to two years. And I've actually done that before. I realized I already did that before I had a job, actually a bunch of jobs. And, you know, I was doing okay in the normal sort of world. And so I decided to just, just get out of it And, um, so my question to you aiden is uh you i know you don't know me that well um but you probably know me better than i think i know you know me i don't know anyway (laughs) um what do you what do you think that that i should i myself should do um that would be absolutely like opposite of my character to um to really explore. And would you, and would you be interested in doing something similar yourself to see about your other sides of yourself?
2: Uh, So I mostly already do that. I mean, (laughs) as an extreme introvert, for example, um, I, I, you know, have to talk to people all day long
0: Mm. and
2: I've chosen that to, to, to do that. So I have learned how to be gregarious when it's needed and how to, how to talk to people. And, uh, because I'm an adventurous person, I like trying new things. I like exploring. I like, well, what's that like? What's over there? What, what is there to figure out? What, what can I do? <laughs> so, uh, I, th- I think that I, I do that fairly constantly. Um, just trying to figure out what, what would really be a new thing for me. <laughs> um, so, w- if if I was to say, what do I think you should do? um like you said I, I think you've already got the you've done the whole fit into society thing that's yeah you can't it's it's very difficult to grow up and not do that yeah um, because yeah, yeah as a child you're ex, you, that's what you're exposed to so and i think um, when you
1: once once you're out of it i think it's hard to get back into it though as well because you just see the bullshit and that's what i see you know so right
2: um i would i would say uh uh Oh gosh, this is hard. <laughs> um, Sorry, man. <laughs> <you> <laughs> um, yeah. so, so, I think I think that you have this uh, have a compassionate viewpoint uh, about people in general. You know, don't be afraid. You know, do your best, and, and don't blame your, beat yourself up for it. I think you have that. That is a, a, a very strong idea in your head, but I'd love to see you put that into practice more actually like when you're you know in traffic and the fucktard in front of you is doing stupid shit or you know <laughs> a, rel- a relative is getting on every every last nerve or whatever yeah apply that compassion that you have as the idea and see if that makes a difference for how your relationships your you're working in the world happens
0: hmm mm.
1: hmm yeah I mean what makes you think that I mean without getting too personal what what makes you think that I don't do that at the moment
2: um just some of the talks we've had and the things that mm. you know maybe it's maybe it's just because you're talking to me and and so you're venting and you know expressing yeah. your frustrations and whatever but um okay I, maybe you are doing that but that's that was that's, uh, that's all, the, all I have to go by right
1: yeah 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 of course okay that makes actually a lot of sense to be honest yeah i think i'll take a look at that so yeah that's really yeah, that's really useful i think that everyone everyone should try to do something i think maybe that's kind of why i got into because i i did get into buddhism um i i started meditating because i i was i was one of these science people that you know um take science as basically a religion and they will not do anything if science doesn't back it up so i was uh i had this really cool app and all this app is really cool and um i'm not actually sponsored by them but i'm going to give them a plug anyway um blinkist is is such a cool app i've listened to so many books and loads of my knowledge comes from it and it picks out books that would take you six hours to read and breaks it down into like 15 to 20 minute, well, 10 to 20 minute pieces of the most useful bits of information. Because, you know, authors, basically, they have a couple of points and they fill it, you know, they fill the rest of the book with, with fucking anecdotes and bullshit. So what you need is basically you need, you need the meat. This is like, I'm a, I'm a carnivore myself now, really. Um, I, I need some stuff. So basically, thinkist is like eating the meat without the, without the bun you know you don't need the bun you need the meat and then you get on the keto and then you. <laughs> but uh you know <laughs> so so take your learning like keto fuck off all the fluffy shit and get down to it and get blinkist but um yeah so on blinkist i uh this I is this book about so, the science of buddhism or some crap and it just it just said how scientifically backed up uh, med- meditation is and science keeps backing up a lot of the sort of spiritual woo-woo shit and um, especially if you like quantum physics and crap like that I'm actually gonna have a guy on the show that's going to talk about quantum physics soon. I don't know anything about it so that's gonna be quite interesting but um, yeah we've got um, a lot of a lot of stuff in Buddhism that has been backed up especially meditation meditation of course it works you do, you know you, you're sat there and you're quieting your mind a quiet controlled mind is a happy mind so that's why i got into um into buddhism um because i was actually quite i have been rather aggressive i've been a type a all my damn life which comes with this, sh- this shortfalls but um yeah being uh being a type a personality like all your life and being semi-aggressive as well and being i would stand up for my family or myself or others not not so much myself i don't i mean you can't really disrespect me but it doesn't really it doesn't offend me because i i know how strong i am i can i can take all the insults in the damn world and if i think it goes a bit too far and you get some buttons that are right you know, I'm going to get a bit pissed off, but I just really wanted to chill myself out. So that's why I found Buddhism. And there's a temple in my town, because of course there is. And um, I, uh yeah, it's a big religion and there's nothing like that for what I'm into now. Uh, and yeah, so I started meditating and that really helps. I meditate every day now, even still. And I try to, oh God, I just, yeah i try so every time you say you tried to do something it means you're actually failing so i suppose i am i'm i'm kind of failing to to do to be the compassionate self that i i wish to be um i think yeah putting that into action would be a lot better um i will look into how to do that but yeah that's why i've gotten to um into Buddhism and um just trying to be more compassionate really but again i just said trying which means um
2: so 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 i disagree with you on that point i i don't think trying is automatically a failure because you can try try and succeed but uh, until you know whether you've succeeded or not you're still just trying
1: yeah okay i mean well i i've seen two schools of thought on this right i've seen your school of thought which actually i I quite like talking to you because it it seems that like we disagree on a load of stuff which is really really cool and eye-opening and great and i love being with people that i disagree with it's absolutely perfect if they can disagree properly but yeah there's <laughs> this you know and not get fucking emotional people get emotional when they're arguing yeah whatever yeah be emotional right right um anyway yeah there's two schools of thought on this i think that there's mine well i i believe in the power of words um that if you say try you're basically giving your subconscious a way out you're basically saying that oh just try this and if you tried this um that's good enough uh, you know but also that there's your school of thought which probably your school of thought and what i've heard other people saying is is um is if you say try it takes a lot of pressure off so if you if you're like oh, I'm going to try to do that. Doesn't matter if I fail. That's actually, t- that that can work because it's actually taking a lot of ego out of it. And if you take a lot of ego, which is you're trying, you know, uh, which, which, which is, your ego is just the thing that, that, that puts the pressure on you, right? And if, you, if, you, if you're thinking to yourself, oh, it doesn't fucking matter if I fail, right? That takes a lot of pressure off, which means you might be more likely to succeed. But I don't know, you know, I can see truth in both things. And obviously this is a, a dual world. So there's no, there's no one answer. There's no, you know, both, are, both are right. Basically both are right in maybe different situations and maybe different people and, and such, or maybe even in, in the same time. Cause I'm, you know, I'm not a dualist because, um, yeah. Are you a dualist, Aidan? Oh, heck no. <laughs> of course you're not. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> <laughs> that, that was a bit rude wasn't it i'm sorry um uh, <laughs> but yeah so you see you see that that the do you see that the uh shortfall in the in the the idea that there that you can try at something or do you do you just think that so
2: i what? think the difference is i think the difference here between our views is and maybe it's not a difference i don't know but for me Trying is not a one and done sort of thing. trying mm-hmm. is something you continue to do and you continue to learn yeah, as, okay. as you're doing it so when you're trying to make a coffee mug on a you know at a in, at a pot on a pottery wheel yeah you you may not get a mug the first seven times but yeah. if, if you only try the one time and then stop well yeah you're definitely gonna fail and that's yeah, just all yeah. it's gonna be but if you keep like. trying, you were gonna learn a little bit of stuff every time you try until you know that eighth time when ta it worked and now you have a mug. That's yeah. uh, that's the trying is the learning process. Yes, yes it is.
1: Huh. And uh, I suppose one of the only one of those times would you actually be doing it, I
2: suppose. Or, or, oh, right, but you wouldn't even know uh, you know if the eighth yeah, time, yeah, well, yeah. Time you made that is. mug. You don't know until you're done no. whether you no, whether no. you succeeded or not
1: but also I, I see a there's another way that i like of um of achieving goals and this is why i'm a life coach i'm not a um you know i'm not a fucking therapist or something because i i wouldn't feel confident in um i don't think you should advise people and that's why i'm a coach you know because because advising is shit i think it, it's it's you know let people figure it out themselves just just ask them the right damn questions anyway um i i think But obviously, I I do a lot of personal development myself. So I've come across saying that you you should not try, but you should do. But only... All right. Okay. All right. Yeah, do or do not, there is no try. Well, uh, yeah, yeah, all right. Um, But yeah, basically, um, do it in small steps do it in steps that you literally cannot fail and that might bring up confidence that I, th- I think that's a really good way of doing it. That personally, that's what I like to do. If I want to complete something, then it's just overwhelming. I, I just, I don't fight through it. I just, I just do the small part. I just do what I'm comfortable to do, do small, very comfortable steps and not use the word try just say yeah i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do this tiny step and then i'm gonna do that tiny step and sometimes i might be like if i don't do that tiny step fuck it it's fine you know whatever and these steps are gonna be absolutely these going these steps are gonna be the smallest things that you want like a good analogy would be i was i was looking to learn how to get a girlfriend or you know whatever and i was i was looking into that now i'm bloody confident that i know how to do it i I don't even think it would be any issue at all i i know that i mean when i found girls that i am actually really interested in i do not find it a challenge at all to literally just go up to them and talk to them but um what i've heard from from trainers that i've been i've been listening to is, is um you start out really, 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 really fucking small. You start out by literally maybe even if you're not even looking at girls, start looking at them, you know, start making eye contact, start smiling, say hi and in, in, uh, say hi, um, start talking to them like friends and then, and then, and then just ramp it up just so, so because if you have anxiety is, is, um, is developed, and now I have some anxiety about the various different things. But if I think you can avoid a lot of anxiety, if you do things in the smaller steps that you don't fail, or you could fail and fail and fail and fail again and not give a shit. And if your body doesn't pack in like mine has, um, you can, you can just, you can fail again and not get and, and you won't be scared of failing anymore. So I don't know. Um, either, either one, Either one to me, I think they have some viability to them, but I mean, what do you think with all your years, what do you think you should um, do? Uh,
2: what do you think of the word test? Oh, um, hmm. Uh, uh, I, <laughs> so what, what I, I test think is, a t- <laughs> yeah, so uh, a test <laughs> is trying. So you can do a test
0: yeah,
2: and that's trying. So you're not trying, you're not (laughs) trying, you're doing a try. (laughs) Yeah, right. Uh, (laughs) So uh, the key is, uh, you touched on the actual key, I think, in there. It's not, the question isn't try or try not or do or do not. The the thing is to know that while you're trying, you're allowed to fail and that's fine and that's expected because yeah. and to let yourself do that because as you try you will learn things you no one who has ever failed has not learned something uh no one has been who has been successful has not failed before that you know it's it, at the very least you you've you've tried a thousand ways to you know make a light bulb and you found 999 ways that didn't work yeah so you know that now and that's yeah. a quote from medicine. so Uh, Okay. Yeah. So, so trying is not a bad thing. Uh, It's beating yourself up about trying and not getting where you wanted to. That's the issue. Not the (laughs) trying, the hating yourself because you didn't succeed when you were trying. Well, don't give up. Keep going. Try it again. Try something different. Yeah. That's key. Keep going.
1: I think the only successful people in life. Oh, just the people that have failed and failed and failed and failed and failed. I think it's very rare for someone to find, you know, a go, um, golden unicorn. The first business would be a golden unicorn. I think, I think that that you know that that's that's just doesn't happen. Um, I think you really need to. I mean, unless you're Mark Zuckerberg and you steal ideas, it's just not going to happen. <laughs> you know, sorry, huh? but. Yeah, um, had to go with that one because that, that's that's the biggest. You know, that's he's got a unicorn, obviously, and and it was his first business, so that just doesn't really happen. So I think I think majority of businesses, you can look at the lives of that business person, and they failed so many times, you know. So it's just, it just just doesn't fucking matter if you fail. So I yeah,
2: just don't just,
1: just don't get scared. If you fail. Yeah. Um, you're
2: you're still doing stuff even when you're trying. You're still doing yeah. Still taking it, just,
0: yeah,
2: yeah. You're learning. You're you're you know, maybe you found that, oh hey, on accident I discovered this technique is the best thing to do. I still failed yeah. overall, but now I know that next time I'll mm-hmm. just start there and that's continue right. on. So you know, don't yeah. beat yourself up. No matter that's, what you want to do, you can get there. You just have to not give up.
1: That's right. I think if is yeah, I think giving up, I think I think a surefire way. I mean, there's a one hundred percent chance you'll be successful if you never give up. That's it, one hundred percent. That's it. You
2: know? It may take you your ninety years, but yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Don't give but, up. Well, I mean, well, if you die, that's giving yeah. up. Yeah. Right? So,
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Fucking do it or die, and either way, if you just if you do not give up you'll you'll actually you'll pass that's it i mean if you keep trying it's just it just yeah it's just obvious isn't it so <laughs> um i was just gonna touch on a point that you just um just made there um but i can't actually remember what you're gonna say and uh, this is absolutely just gonna just destroy me what was you just saying god damn you said um
2: saying that trying is is doing and the the key is not to to beat yourself up but to keep oh yeah yeah
1: of course yes i I was gonna say that um stopping doing something just because you failed is like having a hobby that you really enjoy like say you you're you're gaming or you're you're mountain biking or or you i don't i don't care some some hobby that you're doing that you really, really enjoy and you're not very good at it and you're not winning. You're not the biggest in the world. You're not, you're not the top guy in the world, you know, but you're enjoying it and you're having experiences and you're just learning how to get better and better and better and better. And if you, if you just, if you fail at that, just stopping, Oh, I'm not the best mountain biker in the world yet. Oh, I'm just going to fucking fail. I'm just going to stop. You know, that, that that's how I see it. That's how I see failure. It just doesn't, it doesn't make sense to me. And by failure, I only mean stopping, trying. That is failure. So, you know, yeah.
2: Yeah, the other thing is, in your example, you need to be clear about what success is. If you're doing it just because you you enjoy it and it's fun, yeah, then that's yeah. success. You don't have to be. Yeah, right. Unless your yeah. goal is to be the best in the universe, then you're not failing just by by just doing whatever you like and not, you know. Yeah. You're failing you're 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 succeeding at having fun, and that was the goal. Yeah, I like that
1: as well. Yeah, that could be a key to a less stressful life as well. Like for sure. If you know yeah.
2: yeah, what your goal are, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. If you if you if you know what your damn goal is. And really I I think I recommend to everybody that their goals should be fulfillment. Their goals should be enjoyment. Their goals should be fun. Their goals should be happiness. Their, their goal shouldn't be, unless, unless it makes them really fucking happy to be the best in the world. If you want to be the best in the world and you actually do want to be in the best in the world and you should check your damn self before you actually think, yeah, I do want to be the best in the world because it's okay to not be the best in the world. You don't have to be, but if you really want to be best in the world and you will you will be the best in the world if you actually want it. And I think that want, if you want something hard enough, you will, you will do anything to get it. So I think if you don't actually have what you want, I don't actually think you do actually want it. <laughs> That's yeah. what I think. Um, so if you actually want something, if you want to be the best in the world, you are going to be the best in the world. But if you, if you're not, and just if you, if you, choosing to just be happy with something or are you choosing to i just want to do this because i enjoy it you just it's very it's going to be a lot easier to succeed at what you actually want to do so i think yeah um i love i love your point there where yeah just unless it's your goal to be the best in the world it doesn't matter if you're best in the world basically and i think i'm going to put that on facebook later um <laughs> anyway yeah. yeah i think it's um Oh, and guys, I, um, and I, I, uh, I, I fast like all day. So <laughs> it's, um, I do OMAD and I do carnivore just cause I, I've got ulcerative colitis and, and also just sorts your hormones out and sorts you yeah, everything out. Really. Uh, I do carnivore once a day, sort of eating kind of thing. So it's, um, it's now 1900 in the UK. Um, probably about one in, uh, in the uh states um but i think that that's all we've got time for really Aiden is there, is there anything you just you want to add or um or we good get...
2: uh no i I, th- I think i would just repeat the overall theme don't beat yourself up about it
1: yeah yeah for sure yeah and um watch watch that video with that guy what's his name that guy that goes just do it you know, <laughs> with the, with, the, with the flames behind them.
0: Just yeah, I know you do not
1: And there's also um, I I used to watch um, London Real, and um, there's this guy on there called um Dan Pena, and uh, he's he's like this I don't know, they reckon he's made trillions for people, but um, I I reckon he's probably worth maybe a billion or something, but um, yeah, he says he says to people just fucking do it you know that's it That that's that's what he says you know like like the nike thing just fucking do it and also that brings me on to another topic I'm, you know i'm gonna wrap it up but it brings me on to, to a quick topic that no one is smarter than you look that up on youtube look 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 up um uh what's his damn name that uh app uh, the Apple guy, not Tim Cook, the other one, the the one actually, oh, Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs. He's yeah. Basically, um, you don't have to be smart to to succeed. You don't have to be smart to succeed. Just just because other people are smarter than you, and also that that rings true when you actually look at um, uh, what Dan Pena did say. He said that he finds that a lot of his mentees, the the thicker ones, that the ones with with lower IQ points they actually make more money because they take something and they run with it or they take something and they're fearless and they don't overanalyze. And so I think it's important to actually just fucking do it. Just do it. You know, you can do it. There's no reason why you can't do it. Stupid people have done it. People have done it before. You know, there's nothing you want to have done. You can absolutely do it. So that's, I think that's what I want to leave you with. And yeah, guys, um, uh we're gonna shoot another one maybe tomorrow or um and we've got another one lined up but he was he just fell ill and he was scheduled for last week but yeah we got another we've got episodes coming out as as much as i can really get guests in at the moment um hopefully at least once a week or we'll get a few in a week i hope we'll get two in this week um anyway uh next week this week coming anyway that was a great podcast aiden thank you so much for your time um thanks for having me. really eye-opening for me and i'm sure a lot of our, our listeners would absolutely love it i'm um, just going to wrap it up by saying again our promo code on green dragon stores don't uk that's green dragon stores dot uk, and you can buy absolutely anything on the store and not anything in the world, anything actually we sell. <laughs> and, uh, and you can put your promo code in as a young dragon, 20 young dragons, 20. So that is all lowercase young dragons, 20. And, uh, yeah, I'll see you for the next episode. Um, see you later, a- Aiden. That was
0: really great. Um, yeah. Awesome. Have a good one. Bye man.